Welcome to the bonus episode. Just as a reminder, this show is for mature audiences. Please enjoy. Hey, look, it's, hey, a, look, butterfly. it's a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Reading Rainbow. Hey! Hello! How's it going, Ellie? It's good. It's so good to be here on this bonus episode. We're in the bone zone. I know that's oh. not what it's called, but I am going to okay. call it that now. We're always in the bone zone. Oh, you are. Damn. But remind us what we do in these bonus episodes, because I just I just plum forgot. Wow. What are you, me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, exactly. <laughs> in these bonus episodes, we read a book just for funsies, totally unrelated to any agenda that we've ever had. Literally ever. The gay agenda, our personal agenda. The gay agenda, the other agenda. And we read one whole book in one whole year. So I know. We really challenge ourselves here. Yeah, we really push ourselves to be the best we can be. So this year of 2022, we are reading Animorphs, The Invasion by K.A. Applegate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this time we're reading chapters seven through nine. Three chapters, which still was not a lot of pages. No, it wasn't. I, like, picked up this book. I'm not even gonna lie. We're recording on whatever day it is. I picked this up two days ago, and I was like, oh, no, I have to read, and it was done. I didn't even yeah, fall asleep. Like, it's so short that I didn't even have time to fall asleep during my reading wow. time, which is what I usually do. Right. As a reminder, Ellie is reading this with her eyes and not I just am. the ears. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not either even... one is valid and fine. It's just mm-hmm. a special mm-hmm. feature. Yeah, and I'm not swearing on this for no reason other than, <laughs> you know, posterity. For posterity only. Yeah, but I will okay. say, short chapters, but man, these pack a punch. They get things done, you know? Yeah. In these chapters. So let's dive right in, I guess. So chapter seven, Jake, they've all, okay, so a reminder, in the last section, they were just running. They were straight up doing cardio, running a marathon because they're terrified, they're scared, everything was dark, a lot of stuff happened. So they ran home and at first I was like, wow, they really just like left each other all in the dust. But then he says he called around to the others because that's what you do. You get on your landline and you call each other's phone numbers. I was like, (laughs) are they all on a Skype call together or is it just like texting? And then Rachel's like, sorry, I left you. Marco's just like, it was for sure a dream because Marco is described as like not good at believing in things or something. Oh, like, no, yeah, not open-minded or something like that. But that's not yeah. the rudest thing that freaking what's his fr- that Jake has to say Jake about his farm. friends. Wait, at first, before we get to that part, I want to mention that, okay, Tobias walks in. Jake says he was glowing. I swear he was glowing. Not like he was radioactive or anything. Oh, I don't mean yeah. that. It's just that his eyes were shining bright and his face was one big grin. And he seemed to be tingling with energy, bouncing like he couldn't stand still. I just think that's a funny That was thing. annoying. That was annoying what? to me because he was like, he was glowing. I swear he was glowing. Not like he was actually glowing. I'm like, okay, well then don't say that he was glowing. <laughs> well, he, that's his established voice. There's a lot of commas and a lot of like, us kind of in this dialogue. I just want to point that out because Tobias, he's all for the situation. He's like, yeah, I'm excited. But then what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, so Jake, sometimes he just has mean things to say. He says some pretty out of pocket stuff. He's just like, Tobias has the most screwed up family I know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, freaking rude. And I will admit it's an unconventional family compared to the nuclear. But I was just like... Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, when I was in second grade, I had a best friend whose parents mm-hmm. were divorced, and that's how I introduced her to, like, ever. <laughs> I was always like, this is my friend. Her parents are divorced. And I was like, oh my God. boom. But I guess I didn't say, like, 
oh, this is my friend. Her family's like super messed up. Watch out. Yeah, no, that's just rude. Also, like, again, Tobias and Jake are not friends at this point. No, they're not. But Jake has a lot of information about Tobias because um, Tobias says, I became dude. And then Jake says, dude is Tobias's cat. And I'm like, you know a lot about Tobias for, like, not being his friend. Also, <laughs> nipping a cat, dude. I love it. <laughs> so funny. Ugh. Well, so it. apparently his Tobias's family is screwed up because he never okay. knew who his father was and his mom just decided to leave him a few years ago. Since then, he'd been shuttled back and forth between his uncle here and his aunt who lives on the other coast. His aunt and his uncle can't stand each other and it's like Tobias is some burden they each try to shove off on the other. I get the feeling neither of them cares for Tobias. I'm like, that sucks. Dang. That sucks for Tobias, and that's very insensitive for Jake to just say that. <laughs> but then Tobias, I don't know why Tobias and Jake are, I guess, okay, so, so Jake kind of sort of saved him from the, the toilet stuff. In, like, the, in the toilet stuff? And, yeah, like the bullies and the toilets and the stuff in the school. You know? <laughs> Swirlies? Yeah. Page three. I actually met Tobias when he had his head in No, I, see, I saw, I flipped to it. Great. I saw. So, I guess, yeah, Tobias... Thinks that they're friends, and Jake's kind of like, I don't know, at this point. And then Tobias is like, I totally changed into my cat. And then Jake just gaslights him and is like, well, not gaslights him, but is like, seriously, like, I don't believe you, even though we know that it's true. But he's like, I don't believe you. Are you sure this isn't a dream? And then Tobias says, you have no idea what it's like, Jake. Being a cat is so dot, dot, dot. It's dot, dot, dot. I can't even describe it. And he talks about, like, being a cat. But he says, like, I jumped three feet in the air. That's like jumping 30 feet for a human. I'm like, no, it's not. Because, like... Yeah, it is. No, it's not, because... Do you get what he's saying? Like, proportionally? I I don't think it was a good description, because for a cat to jump three feet, that's not the equivalent of a human jumping 30 feet, because a human... How tall do you think is a cat? Like, just guess. Like, no, tell the, me, proportion, how t- the proportion no. I have an issue with. I don't like the proportion. <laughs> how tall do you think a cat is, like, from the floor up? One and a half, two feet. Two feet? <laughs> Fine, one foot? One foot. One foot. I'm looking at my cat one right foot. now. Yeah? One foot? Okay, fine. So that's I'll freaking get a tape measure right now. The... Stop. Yeah, that's the I'm gonna... size of the cat. Stop. <laughs> All right, here's one freaking foot, and my cat is straight up taller than that. He okay, is? Maybe, like, uh, my cat's maybe, like, like, a foot and a half, at least. But he I'll is? say a foot and a half. Yeah, a foot and a half, like, okay. and then three feet. So that's two. That's, that's a, two. twice that's his a, height. Yeah, so if I'm like, uh-huh. if I'm like, well, I guess that is right. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, because it's not. <laughs> it's not because if I was, I'm like. You have to say, be 15 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's why I said it was okay. not a good proportion. He's like, that's like jumping right. 30 feet. I'm like, no, it's not. 30 feet would be like freaking scary. I was imagining a cat that was like eight inches tall. Because then I was like, well, that's like four or five times the height. And then that's like. Whatever. Basically, we're all good at math. Except for Tobias. I did not like, yeah, his proportions. Fine. Okay. So yeah, like, Jake is in denial and Tobias is like, I get it. You don't want to believe me. <laughs> Going all reverse psychology on him. Yeah. And then he like, does the, you know, the obvious thing and just decide, just morphs to prove it. And then that is the end of chapter seven. Well, and then I will say, so there's a part where it's like, Tobias was more cat than human now. And I was just imagining that he looks like Hermione from uh, yeah. Harry Potter 2. Is it the second yes. one? Yeah, when she drinks the Apologies Potion and she's just like, don't look at me, I'm hideous. Yeah, I'm not going to attempt to do the accent this episode, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. That would, that would be a good book for this 
bonus episode in 10 years. Harry Potter 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only the second one, not the first? Only second one. Chamber of Secrets. All right. So, chapter 8, we open up, and so Tobias is a cat, and Jake says, I hope I'm asleep. I really do. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's too relatable. Ah! Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be awakened. Yeah. Awakened. And then they do this whole, like, Zoom call stuff where uh, Tobias is speaking to telepathy. And he's like, can you hear me? And Jake's like, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> you know, like, how when you get on the Zoom call for the first time, and you're like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. sure. Okay, yeah. I mean, I did that when when I got on this Zoom call. So you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> So then, suddenly, Tobias leapt through the air. He pounced precisely on an autographed baseball that was lying in the corner. I was like, all right. Have you ever seen a cat do that? No, first of all, no. And second of all, I was like, why do you have an autographed baseball in the corner? <laughs> I was just like, it's he didn't just land on the corner. He was like, no, he landed on my prized possession baseball. And then it's funny because then Tobias is like giving into the cat instincts, right? Yeah. Because he's like, where's some string? I feel like I could really... Like, have some fun with some strings. So then Jake pulls out a string that was in there for you. Wait, what did it say? Oh, yeah, I love this. It says, I dug in my desk drawer and found a length of string left over from a birthday gift. The string was from birth a birthday two years ago. It was like, like his desk for little years. Little slight tangent on his yeah. uh, inability to be a clean person. Yeah, again, just too many details that are not necessary. Um, so then, yeah, they discover that. And then... Tobias is like, he changes back, and they're like, cool, now your turn, Jake. And Jake's like, no, 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 no. He changes back, and he doesn't have clothes on. (laughs) I think that's another part. Yeah, that's a struggle. Isn't that also the case in Twilight with the werewolves? I think so, yeah. No, it straight up is. I feel like in every, like, kids or teens book, when anybody morphs or shift shapes, that's always the first thing they ask is, like, like, what happened to the clothes? Yeah. Yeah. Or or the Hulk. When the Hulk changes back, he also doesn't have any clothes on. Yes. And then it says, the tail was sucked up like a snake going up a vacuum cleaner, which (laughs) I don't know what that means. What? Sounds like a euphemism. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, there's weird, like, I don't know how you can, like, gracefully explain this process, but it's... Not pleasant to hear. So, yeah. The... And then, again, okay. So then, when Tobias wow. changes back, then he gets angry, and he grabs mm-hmm. me by both shoulders and actually shook me. Don't you understand, Jake? It's all true. All of it. And then he's like, you have to be the leader. And then Jake is like, yes. literally, why me? Well, he says, I laughed rudely. I'm not the leader of anything. Um, yeah, and Tobias has, like, has a lot of confidence in Jake, because he's like, you tell people what to do and make plans and stuff. And I'm like, Jake really didn't want to. People just, other people just wanted him to. Yeah. And then, Tobias, again, Tobias goes into a lot of detail. He says, we can have the stealth of a cat, and the eyes of the eagle, and the smell of, the do- the smell of a dog, and the speed of a horse, or a cheetah. Like, he's, he's thought this through. He's ready to go. He's, like, he's been waiting for this moment his whole life. Um, Jake is not. <laughs> I don't understand so I guess what I want to interrogate that just a tiny bit like what do you think makes you think oh this person has to be the leader what draws what what about Jake would have you yeah personally I was just like I don't know why Jake is being forced to be the leader especially if he doesn't want to be but Mm -hmm. I guess I do understand in certain dynamics of like groups there are people where I'm like oh naturally they we do like they are the ones who come up with ideas Mm -hmm. and uh, the group ends up following them, but that's just like naturally unspoken. Like, oh, if you're coming up with the ideas, we're generally gonna follow those. But mm-hmm. if it was in a situation where we were literally delegating people, I would probably be like, who wants to be the leader? Not like, yeah, you will be the leader. 
I would just say, I don't want to be the leader. Yeah. I think that there, that is a trope is the like reluctant leader. Um, someone being mm-hmm. forced into a business decision of like leadership or leading people. And I, I never think it makes sense. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I would want to follow someone who like doesn't want to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also do understand, I think Jake, he tended obviously to hang back and he tends to like listen to all the different perspectives a little more. So in that regard, I could see him that coming across as like level headed as like, being able to like relate to everybody in the group because I think he out of the whole group has the strongest like friendship with each of them you know he's friends with sort of he's got this weird thing with Tobias he's best friends with Marco Rachel's his cousin Cassie's friends with Rachel <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know like he's he's the most central of those friendships like you know like the others don't hang out with each other I, I guess so this I don't know I'm, I'm not saying that he's a good leader because again like you I'm like I don't get why they really insist upon this especially when he's not getting with to. the program. <laughs> like, yeah. When he's like, uh, are you sure you could morph? Are you sure this is really happening? He's a little Thomas the Doubter. Then Jake, at the end of the chapter, Jake uh, agrees to go find Homer. Homer. That's my dog. I know. <laughs> I love the last sentence. Homer, come on. That's my dog. Period. <laughs> end of chapter. Chapter endings. Sometimes they really stick it. Other times they're like that. <laughs> All right. Chapter nine, uh, Jake's just starts off the bat. It isn't painful. Morphing, I mean, as if we could imagine him talking about anything else at this point. Um, so I remember this, like when they like obtain like an animal DNA, they have to like have physical touch. So he's petting his dog to absorb the DNA. Dog kind of goes into this trance, which is a little weird. Um, yeah. But then he has his DNA. And then the description that I was reading kind of weirded me out because he's like i could feel my bones extending and like exploding and i'm like ew yeah i know he's like, it's like that in the other book i read maybe two i don't i don't remember how many i read but it was like that like they describe how like uncomfortable it is all the time and i'm like this does not make me want to like do it like i feel like with harry potter and other, again we're going to talk about this guy mm-hmm. um when he describes magic, he they describe it as like tingling and like there's showers of sparks and stuff, and it's like all oh, cool. Yeah, um, this is horrifying. This is body horror. He's like my mm-hmm. bones. Dot dot dot. Well, they didn't exactly hurt, but they did feel very strange. You know, when you yeah. go to the dentist and he gives you Novocaine so the drill doesn't really hurt, but <laughs> you know it should hurt. I guess that's what it's like. And I'm like, ow, ow. Yeah. He also he panics, so he's like mid morph. So he like Ugh. looks at his hand and it's covered in orange fur. Um, because he has an orange dog apparently. And Yeah, I also wanted he... to know what kind of dog this was. Yeah, I have no we have no visuals. Cause he mentions that Tobias is a gray a black gray cat ta- or whatever that means. It was a tabby cat. Tabby, thank you. Um But wait, I'm like backtrack there's... a bit. When yeah. they describe Tobias going back to human, they just say the fur disappears. I wanna know, does it fall off or is it like regress back into go his back face? In? <laughs> like, <laughs> Which is both gross. I want I want neither of those, but I do want to know. <laughs> I shouldn't ask questions that I don't want answered. Um, his ears have, like, slid around his head. <laughs> so, and then he's a dog. Mm-hmm. And then he's getting all the dog urges, which is basically, like, in Up, when Doug the dog talks and he's, like, you know, jumping around and he's like, squirrel, blah, blah. 
But then yeah. he says, I ran over to Tobias and sniffed his shoe. I wanted a better idea of <laughs> who that big male dog was. From the scent of his urine picked up by <laughs> Tobias's shoe, I got a sort of picture of him. Ew. And then, so he's also, he's writing the highs and the lows. He says that being a dog is like, you're either all happy or all sad. He sees another dog in the yard and he just starts going, Freaking okay, what, what it's spelled is R-R-A-W-F. What does that sound like to you? I said, Ralph, 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 Ralph. I said, Ralph, 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 Ralph. Ralph? <laughs> like, Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. And he's just barking and barking. Because um, they put the other dog outside to not freak that dog out. But, you know. Didn't work. So then Tobias calms him down. He's like, you need to you need to chill, you know. Uh, and then his brother comes in, Tom. And he's trying to tell them to keep the dog down. And he just says, bad dog. You could quiet. Bad dog. And then he left. And I'm like, you don't know anything about disciplining dogs. Yeah. But but there's a little interesting bit of information. Um, when Tom comes in, Jake says that, I, in my own mind, I heard the echo of a laugh. A very human laugh I had heard the night before as Mr. Three swallowed the Andalite whole. Yeah. I definitely picked up on that because it was straight up written in the middle of the book. But yes. Yeah. Very, very clear. What do you think it's pointing us towards? Honestly, I think that Tom's a baddie. Yeah. Also, apparently it's like, being a dog is so completely amazing. For one thing, there's nothing halfway about it. You're never sort of happy. You're happy, all caps. You're (laughs) never sort of bummed. You're totally, completely bummed. And then, when he gets scolded by his brother, he says, I was devastated. I wasn't a bad dog. (laughs) Not really. I was just barking because some other dog was in my yard. Bad dog? I was a bad dog? No. (laughs) I wanted to be a good dog. I crept into the corner, utterly miserable. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's very sad. Yeah. I think it's so funny that, like, they, I do think they capture the teen voice really well. As you said earlier, they just, like, they backtrack, they say, they pause, they just don't make sense. But then they also capture, like, the animal thoughts with the teen voice really well. I think it was sad. It was cute. They really got it. I think they nailed it. So, those were the three chapters we got to the morphing. It's true. Mm -hmm. I'm still very curious about what kind of dog this is, but I would imagine (laughs) they probably were like, oh, it's a golden retriever or something. I don't know. Yeah, an orange golden retriever. Sounds good. We got one, like, this is real chapter, and then we got a cat chapter and a dog chapter. (laughs) It's true. I like that little, yeah, that little trinity. Um, I like like hearing more from Tobias because he is just so weird. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what the other characters have to say. Yeah. We'll you know, see. is... Ra- I mean, Rachel's a real go-getter. What's she going to say? Because I don't... I feel like, if anything, I always see Rachel as the leader type, you know? Because she's very energetic. A lot more sure of herself. Yeah, I would say I would say so, too. I'm like, why isn't... Whatever. And then there's Cassie, who loves animals, and her parents are vets. So, obviously, she's going to be super helpful. We'll see. Woo! All right, well, see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. Bye.